Welcome, everyone, to episode 54 of One Hour, One Decision, 1H1D. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And we take 60 minutes and play a random game on Xbox Game Pass and decide, is there too many cutscenes? Or not enough. (laughs) That's right. We're going to get into it as this episode, we're going to be talking about Scarlet Nexus by Bandai Namco Studios. Uh, This game came out back in June of 2021. I played this on the PC. I played it on the Xbox. (laughs) Yes. And um, it was a whopping 8.2 gigabytes. Tom, what about you? Uh, 8.2 or 18.2? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. 18.2 gigabytes. 18.2. It still doesn't explain why it's 22.4 on the Xbox. (laughs) Eh, well, you know, that's uh, Bandai Namco for you. What kind of game is this, Tom? Uh, it looks like we more or less agree. Uh, I put third-person action-adventure RPG. Yeah, um, that was probably more accurate. I took the style or the, the, the art style into my description, which was an anime action RPG. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I like yours. But, you know. Yours is accurate too. So, you know, just a, a, a amalgamation of ours probably would have made more sense. Like an anime action third person RPG. Hmm. So there you go. Anyway, what kind, what is the game loop though? Uh, well, you, you, you touched on it a little bit at the beginning there. Uh, it's a mix of story cutscenes and exploring areas to trigger either combat sequences or more cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that, that is probably the best description of this loop because um, I just wrote progressive story and fight baddies using your character's many abilities. But um, yours seems to be more accurate in what actually happens. I was, I think I felt mine uh, was a bit more loose in its description. But I would hope that as the game progresses, it starts to move more towards what you wrote down and less towards what I wrote down. I hope so too. But you know, shall we? Shall we talk about what we didn't like? No, let's talk about what we did like. Yeah, we got to start with the good stuff, Chris. Yeah, well, you're right. Positive, positive things first. Let's uh, do that. Do you, do you want me to continue going first, or do you want to start this one? Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, what? I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and say something here. Uh, I thought that this game was very pretty. I think this is another one of these games that you and I have talked about before, where I think it will stand the test of time. It's just it looks like you're looking at an anime. I, I can go back and watch, you know, old animes and they still look great because they just look hand drawn and gorgeous. Uh, I thought the combat felt good when I did get to fight. The animations were nice, and I thought I think you talked about this too. The fact that you can pick your characters at the beginning, yes, and each character has their own story. So there's that potential replayability in this game too, um, but. You do. It's not that like the characters go off. You're off completely on different tangents. I think they crisscross here and there in the game, um, which brings me to my question: Who did you pick? Uh, I uh, Uito. I, I picked the boy. You picked the boy. Okay. I. You know, when I was playing this game, that was the first thing I was trying to debate on, like who I should pick, just to make sure that I don't pick the same character that, that you did. And I did. I ended up picking the girl. Oh, look at that. So, yeah. So I was, um, uh, I guess the very first cutscene showed, I think it was your character in a um, that Raiden looking hat. 
looking like beat up and whatever. And he's like looking up at the moon, I think. And he's like, I think he's talking to me, like my character. I don't know. How did yours start off? The, your character, uh, the, the boy character is saved by the girl character in a previous battle in a dream or something like that. And he keeps okay. referencing it, but he's not 100% sure about it. Um, okay. But he is like, you know, going through some like core training stuff. He's a, huh. he's a, he is a like recruit into this yeah. uh, organization, but he volunteered. Uh, whereas, uh, your the female character is like recruited. Yeah. Yeah. She's supposed to be like the top of her class and very smart and all this other stuff. And I think her sister is also in the, um, the training as well. Yeah. From what I, from what I recall. Um, but what about you? What, what, what did you like about this game, Tom? Uh, I, the first thing I wrote was that I thought it was cool that you got to pick a story to play. Um, the, yeah. you know, and that it, and that it laid out for you how it was going to be different. Like, okay. um, the, the two boxes that pop up, it's like, this is a melee character and yeah. this is his kind of shtick. And then this is a, a ranged fighter and this is her shtick. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I want to be the melee guy. So, so that's <laughs> what, I mean, that's, that, yeah. that was what made my decision for me. Sure. Um, I thought it was kind of neat that the tutorial was an aptitude test. Uh, mm. it is at least for the, for the dude. I don't know if that's true for the girl. Um, because he's in this training mode, yeah. like he's he's supposed to be like r- trying out basically for this this organization, um, and so it kind of like in universe says like this is us like testing you out, like this isn't really happening, but it's a you know an aptitude mm. test. Okay. So I thought that was neat. Like, yeah, it, I think I think it was similar with the girl, but um, yeah, I think, but at the same time, because she's like so. Like she's top of her class and stuff like that. I think she had like a different, uh, like like I think she actually was in on the field mm. earlier in okay. the game. So I don't think it was an aptitude test, but it, you know there was a lot of cutscenes that I skipped through. So speaking of those cutscenes, I liked that they were done in kind of a motion comic style. Mm. Um, just because I, I usually right if it's we've done a couple of these visual novel style mm-hmm. anime games. Where it's yes. just like there's a head and then there's just a blurb of text, right? Uh, or we play other games and the cutscenes are just done in engine or they, you know, completely out of engine and it's completely something else. This right. was not like any of those, you know, a little bit like all of them, but also at the same time different from it's like a hodgepodge of all those things put together. Yeah. Uh, because it had little heads that talked and you, they had facial animations and things like that, but it was overlaid against stills of like scenes that were happening and it just felt very like a motion comic to me and Mm -hmm. i i enjoy comics so (laughs) i think for it worked for me it worked i I liked it uh and i like that it looked looked slash played differently than most cutscenes that i'm used to seeing and playing Mm -hmm. uh it was helpful that you can review all the help files like in the options menu so if you skip through them or whatever everything that you are kind of bombarded with, you get a chance to, you could go and look at them later if you need them. Okay. And then uh, the rest of it is just like little, like kind of lore kind of stuff that I enjoyed, which is, I think the intro for the Scarlet Guardians, which was like the main like task force or whatever, yeah. was like yeah. super duper cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I played it from the boy's perspective. It may have been different from the girl's perspective, but like you're out on the street 
a bunch of these bad guys show up out of nowhere and like music, like cool, like rock music starts playing. (laughs) And like, you have like announcer voice being like, Oh my God, it's these people. They're here to save the day. And it just seemed kind of really cool. It, it, It seemed to me like the sort of way that these sorts of things would happen if they were happening and being covered by real like news anchors, you know, kind okay. of thing. Yep. And so, some, some mix of like entertainment to the news, right? Uh, <laughs> well, news which, is at this point entertainment. Uh, it definitely is. Uh, <laughs> but this is a little bit more blatant where it's like, right. this is clearly editorializing. This is a government organization that's here for your defense. And we, the news media are, are playing that up and being like, yeah, these are also our rock stars at the same time. Mm. Um, yeah. But speaking of just quickly about other things that I thought were cool, uh, the tech in the game mm. seems like a future that could be real. So mm. like someone's head gets eaten and you you as a character can't see the eaten head mm-hmm. at, because an implant in your brain is censoring <laughs> that information. Right. Right? Like I re- <laughs> I really, I really should have uh, watched a lot of these cutscenes, shouldn't I? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't realize that this was happening. Okay, yeah. Um, so, like, and, and you communicate with other characters through uh, like telepathy, like stuff mm-hmm. in your brain. You're like texting in your head, um, mm-hmm. not yes. not on a cellular device. Brain messages. That's right. Um, and I think, I think all of these things will happen in time. Like, I don't think they're they're like far-fetched enough to be like oh that's interesting but Mm -hmm. not so far-fetched that it's like that'll never happen that's just magic yeah Um, yeah this is all stuff that i think over time with you know they're natural extensions of the technology that exists today so basically this became a uh a survey for people like do you want this to happen in the future yes oh okay cool so we will start to implant stuff into your brain cool got it yeah i mean I, I could, whether people want it to happen or not, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and and uh, we do need to move on, I think, to talk about things we didn't like. But mm. very quickly, the last thing that I did like was I thought it was neat that the cutscenes showed my current equipment. Mm. Um, yes. in, a lot, in a lot of games, that doesn't happen because I know it's a pain in the butt to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this game, it does. So even these freeze-framed motion comics are updated with the correct weapon that I'm using. Um, so I'm wondering how they do that because it's yeah. clearly not just a saved still image. Like they're generating that on the fly based right. on what your character's wearing. But uh, that's that's probably all that we've got to say that's nice <laughs> about this game. I think we both have some things that we want to say that are not so yeah. nice. Uh, why, um, why don't you so, start off there, Tom? Yeah, you want me to? Uh, yeah. There are a bazillion pop-ups in this game like we've complained about it with other games before when you start a game and it feels like are we getting to this game like 10 years late are there how many updates (laughs) have they done why do i need to read every update that's happened uh this is one of those games uh where even just to get to the menu title i feel like i had to accept multiple eulas i had to hit like okay to like six or seven other pop-ups i don't even remember what they are i had to set the screen brightness and darkness like it was like does is there a game under all this or or am i going to just do this for an hour yeah yeah it was uh that and then um 
don't forget the, the autosave feature. You have to press OK to confirm that the autosave feature is enabled and all that stuff. It's like, which, was it actually autosaving? Because I felt like there was save point guys that you had to go and save anyway. So what was the point of that? There were definitely save point guys, and I definitely used them. Yeah, I have was, no idea where it was autosaving. That uh, was very confusing. Because when you use the the save game guy, there's no like listed autosave right, there. Right, it's just, exactly. It's just all empty. And you're like, I guess I haven't saved my game yet. I better do that. <laughs> I, but I, I clearly remember there was like a, a warning. It's like, oh, just to let you know, there's an autosave feature. Don't turn off your, uh, don't quit the game while it's doing it. I was like, all right. But then there's that yellow guy asking you to save your game. I was like, whatever, man. He lied to me, lied to my face. Um, but going on, kind of, kind of piggybacking off off your likes, the motion comic cutscene stuff, I did not like uh, at all. Done, done, done. Um, because, I, I, okay, I think the concept, like you said, is cool. But the thing that I don't get is, so you have a whole scene that they've obviously pulled like in game right they and like you said they've, they've customized it to get your correct equipment and all that other stuff but then why do you take a little pop-up of the person's face to then animate just that like i would admit i would have been okay with just the person like even if it was a still frame but like the the mouth moving in that in that in that picture the the main picture mm. like that would have been that would have worked I thought that would have been perfectly fine, but they had to like, I seriously felt like they were just layering stuff on top of each other. And I was like, why, why are you doing this? Like, keep it simple. And and, and they, because of that, the cutscenes just felt like they were forever, like literally forever. In I fairness, think- Chris, I don't think they felt like they were forever. They, they were forever. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, I, I mean, there was a couple people watching my stream and they said that it gets better later on. I was like, I don't know. Cause we only had an hour and that was just unbelievable that. And then the stopping of the tutorial little pop-ups, like you mentioned, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you get the pop-ups before the game started and then you get the pop-ups during the game with the tutorial stuff. Granted, you can say no to the tutorial stuff in the game, but goodness gracious, that was like the controls. Let's talk about the controls while for the most part, they are, you know, basic, like, light heavy attacks and stuff like that. And like, I think there's a, um, like my character with the right trigger can grab stuff telepathically and throw it at people. Um, this, like there was like weird combinations that you can do like, Oh, as you're doing an attack, you can do another attack. If you press this button at the same time, I'm like, wait, what, like, what is going on? I just wanted to hack and slash this thing, but they're like, it just kept layering. I'm sure and this might be just because of our format of yeah. our, our, like, you know, where I, I'm just trying to rush through, I'm trying to get through the game, trying to get a, a good idea of the game in an hour. Right. But that was just ridiculous. That was crazy. Anything I, else you want to bring up there? I agree with everything that you've said negatively. <laughs> They're all on my list. Um, it irked me that there are invisible walls in the game and oh, you can't yeah. cross the street. Like in order to use the cross the street, you have to go up a pedestrian oh bridge and cross over. Yeah, I remember exactly what you're talking about. It was like, why? What was the purpose of that? Yeah, don't I don't know. Uh, it that may just be very Japanese. Uh, all the kids in the game are the same model. Uh, they just have they're just palette swapped. 
Uh, so at least, at least they're palette swapped, right? Okay. At least it's not just the same blue shirts and, and red, <laughs> red pants on every kid. Yeah. Um, but it, there's just one kid model and it's that kid model every time Yeah. with different, uh, attire, you know, colored attire. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't like the way the camera like tracked my character while I was playing. Mm-hmm. It was getting too close. It wasn't tracking. It was doing weird stuff. Uh, and then I later realized that I could go and like change that. Like yeah. in the options, the options are pretty thorough. Like they there's are, a lot are. of options that you can mess with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it always seems to me like you should probably default to whatever feels most natural and easy yeah. and then leave the more esoteric weird stuff in your options menu, not the other way around. Yeah. I, I felt like these characters, uh, there was, they threw a ton of characters at you also. Oh Yeah. It was like, what? The who is this? I don't know who you are. <laughs> and, and like, you know, be, being me, I, I skipped all the cutscenes. But the other thing that really confused me was I played the game. I get it. Maybe it was because, like you said, like this is the aptitude test or some tutorial level. Sure. But like, I played probably a good twenty minutes of the game, and then an anime cutscene started. Yep. Like it was a like you know hand drawn. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a beautiful cutscene, but like. Then, then it gave you the splash screen of the game, the name of the game, Scarlet Nexus. Like, what? What was they playing this entire time? Then was this not Scarlet Nexus? Did the game finish? Did I beat the game? Like, I it was very confusing to do that. Um, I wonder if, like, because ah, did did Haven do that? No, Haven didn't do that. No. Um, but I feel like we played this game before. Maybe that's I, what it is. I will tell you, Chris, mm. as someone who enjoys watching anime. Uh, it is very normal for your anime show to open. Yeah. Have some opening sequence prologue type couple of minutes of stuff. Yeah. Then you play your opening uh, song, uh, you know, thing. And then you do the rest of the episode. Uh, Yeah. I mean, okay. You're you're essentially playing the cold open. I get that. Yeah. But it's like, my God, (laughs) that cold open, the cold open is supposed to get you like, a nice snippet, just like a brief thing. But mm-hmm. like again, there was so many cutscenes in there that it was like it felt like I I played the entire season of cold opens, and then I was then I was brought into the game. It was it was ridiculous. Well, but, here's you know. here's I think this uh, transitions perfectly <laughs> into our other not notables and other thoughts. Okay, I see here in yours. Yes, that this takes about twenty five hours to beat. It does supposedly from I saw um, so from how long to beat there was mm-hmm. uh, that's right I saw that and um, Wandry Dutch was watching me on Twitch uh, from the midweek mix up crew thank you for watching uh, and we were uh, he just told me yeah it takes about 20, 25 hours to beat the game I was like okay so yeah the way I played it without mm-hmm. skipping the cutscenes yeah it took me about an hour right. it took me almost all of my game time. To get to that anime opening. Okay. And wow. and if you look at it like that, as one hour out of 24, 25 hours, it's exactly <laughs> the amount of time it would take if it was transitioned to an episode of a show. I mean, I guess if right. it's one twenty-fourth or one twenty-fifth of the thing plays, then you play the opening, then you play the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. I I thought it was kind of perfect that it took me like basically I finished the <laughs> prologue in the hour. Like I was like, oh yeah, all right, cool. I know wow, what this so is you, about you now. Didn't get any farther than that. Okay, 
No, you got the. I, I, I cheated a little bit. I, I I let it run a little bit longer just to see what was on the other side of that opening. Yeah. Okay, um, but I was. I think I was at fifty five minutes or something like that. Like at, by the time I saw that, oh, name. you know what? I think you're right. I think I was uh, anyway. So um, I will also point out that this game is Xbox Play Anywhere capable. So that kind of you know is interesting because then you could play this on your Xbox, your PC, your mobile device, and keep your progress everywhere, which is you know always a great feature to have. So I was. Um, that's that's nice if you are into this kind of game. But let's talk about it. Let's th- what are our, what are our final thoughts on this game, Tom? Are we uh, going to keep this game? Uh, okay, so I think maybe you should go first because <laughs> I, I have a stinger at the end of mine. Okay, um, so I don't. Uh, you know, we, we've played Yaku- y- um, Yakuza Kiwami Two, and yeah. I enjoyed that game a lot. In fact, I purchased that game because. That's how much I enjoyed it. Um, but this game and the cutscenes and the amount of people that are thrown at me and talking at me and the tutorials, I just couldn't stomach. I couldn't stomach any more of it. Even though the p- combat was felt pretty good, it, it was a cool like it gave me some um, feelings of like near right, right where yeah, that yeah. that style of combat was there and it felt good. But like if there is all these people talking at me this entire time, I'm out and I'm out. What about you, Tom? I agree with you um, with an asterisk. <laughs> so uh, the game starts very slowly and the constant pop-ups are annoying. Uh, and I really disliked everything that you're talking about. I really did. <laughs> uh, but by the end of my hour, I was getting into the story and the plot of it. And okay. I was getting introduced into characters. I'm inter- I'm like, oh, this character is interesting. I want to know more about this. And so that makes me go, maybe I'll play some more of this. But the reality is that I almost certainly won't. <laughs> I just know myself, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I think it's a cool. I was like, wow, I like this world. And I think this is interesting. Um, but I just know that I'm probably never going to turn it back on again. <laughs> um, and while I was writing my note down here, I was like, you know what, though? I would 100% watch an anime of this. And so I, I looked online and there is an anime of this. Oh. And I'm going to watch that instead because okay. it's 26 episodes of 20 minutes each. I'll be done with that in 13 hours, half the time. <laughs> I'll get nothing but the story and I won't be have to hit okay every five right. seconds. Right. Efficiency. That's great. Yeah. All right. Cool. So those are our thoughts. And you guys can let us know what you think of our thoughts. You can um, let us know on our YouTube, um, this YouTube video. Just comment down below. Let us know if this game is excellent and we should keep playing it. But I mean, I think I'm going to go Tom's route and probably watch the anime instead of playing the game. Um, but yeah, you, obviously you can let us know here on YouTube or you can let us know on Twitter at TC1H1D. Shoot us an email at TC1H1D at Outlook.com or, uh, you know, watch us play our games on Twitch. Join the fun there at twitch.tv slash 1H1D. And don't forget, 1H1D is part of the QTV network. And if you also enjoy movies and TV, then you've got to hear, got to watch. Bruno's taking you on a journey through the greatest shows and films of our time with guest hosts Nick and Brad weighing in as well. Check them out at quitthebill.com slash got to watch. You nailed it, Chris. I did. Oh, man. It was a little dicey at the end, but I got it. Anyway, Tom, we got to find out what we're playing next, don't we? Yeah. Or do we? That's right, Chris. We we called an audible. 
we did. Or maybe some other people called an audible for us. <laughs> some, some other people did call an audible for us. So we've actually gotten a request to play Aliens Fireteam Elite, which I'm kind See, of excited to play. I mean, I am too. I love aliens and predators and, and anything that's even vaguely related to that. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're, we're going to be checking that game out. And, um, you know, if you guys ever want to give us a game recommendation that we haven't played, let us know. You know, I gave you all the uh, info before, so, you know, I'm not going to repeat that again. So Alien Fire Team Elite is what we're going to be playing next. And that is it for our show. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And we will catch you on the next one. Thanks, everybody.